Welcome to Intermission, a show about anything and everything band-related, proving that band is fun. My name's Kim Shuttlesworth. And I'm Riaz Muhammad. In today's episode of It's All Fun and Games, we'll talk about how to create a culture of family and fun during some of the most stressful times of the year. Okay. All right. Welcome back to our second episode of Intermission. This episode, All Fun and Games. I can't wait for this one. This is my favorite one. Oh, yeah, because we're both intrinsically like game people and competitors. It's true. (laughs) But I can take losing. You can't. I'm not the greatest loser, but I'm pretty good at it. Our friend, however... Not so much. Not so much. One of our friends. Who's not a band person. Don't worry, Katie. We still love you. (laughs) It's true. All right. So um, this episode, we want to really kind of just share with things that have happened over our time that have helped the stress. Yes. You know, relieve some stressful times in the, you know, in the calendar, um, given us good perspective and really helped, I would think, like, the like the team bonding aspect i mean yeah i was gonna say bigger picture really like helps you identify how people learn and who like what their true nature really is because there's nothing worse than losing at a game and you really get to see what your competitiveness is like right exactly (laughs) so here at team cup hell yes um we like to play games a bit well pretty often but but they like to like we never know who starts the game sometimes. That's true. What so we we got here what in 21 last year. Right. And what was the first thing? Was it bingo? I think bingo might have happened. So one of the um one of the assistant directors here Kate uh Klontz at the time now McCutcheon, she decided she's a big game person um as well and she decided that we were going to do a staff bingo, which by the way, I won the first round. Because um, we're doing another only because round. I gave it to you. Well, regardless, I won. Um, but <laughs> on the bingo game itself, we had a bunch of different tiles. Like um, one of them, because we matched and wore the same thing so often, that was a tile. Um, you and I. Yes, you and I. Isn't that awful? Um, that we dress alike and don't even try. True. It became a, a frequent occurrence. It did. Too often. It did. What's what are some more things on there? Um, Brandon yelling at the children? Yeah, that was things on there. Or um, Brandon has another cup of coffee. Um, Randall oh. ask about snacks. <laughs> <laughs> or when we could never get percussionists to put their stuff away. Right, percussion leaving out mallets. Yeah, I know no one in the country has a problem with percussionists no, leaving sticks of out. Of course not. That's just a cop bell thing. It, yeah, think. it has to only be home base here, I think. <laughs> I think that's one of them. Or like, you know, all of a sudden you walk into a practice room and there's a snare drum just sitting there. or By itself, just hanging out. You know, practicing on its own. That's what it on is. Its own. It was wanted to get its buzz roll right. Yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. Um, what else is on there? Oh, one time we showed up and there was just a putting green in the middle of the office. Oh, that's true. New Our, game. Yeah, the assistant, the assistant director office, we'll call it a suite, is just like this really long string of what used to be different practice rooms. And... So we walked in one day. We walked in one day, and there's just a putting green set up in the middle, and there were balls and a putter and everything, and no one know, knew where it came from until Lindsay ratted herself out. Did she rat she, herself out? Well, 
I knew about it. Can we talk about that time that we put that putting green oh my God. in the band hall and try to do long putts? Yeah. And that kid. This, uh, this kid. Per- this percussionist, percussionist ironically. <laughs> was also on the he, golf team. Well, he just strolls in. Do, 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 do. Hey, I'm on the golf team. Can I try? And we bet him like he I, couldn't yeah, do it. I had no idea that this kid would long putt. It was a, one. it was like 50 yards. It was not dumb. 50 yards. That was not that's extravagant. It was well, like 50 feet. It's probably 50 feet. Anyway, that that kid. He did that. You uh, came super close. We have I, some video of that. You yeah, did get it one time. I got it one time. It only took me 50 tries. It's true. But, I didn't yeah. even attempt because I know my limits. <laughs> <laughs> like I know my limits on it. Um, uh, what else have we done? We go bowling. Oh. But that the bowling goes back to Bowie. Um, well, it started with you guys. It did. So when I was an assistant at the time, um, or maybe maybe I had taken over. I'm not quite sure. But either way, um, ASD, like if someone spilt their ice from their cup on the street, we had a nice day, right? Because nobody in Central Texas knows how to drive on ice. This is before it Correct. actually really truly had ice storms. This yeah. is when they we thought it was bad. No, we, we saw what was bad. But anyhow... Um, you get a text from like Ryan or Steven. It's like, so it's not icy where I am. Who wants to go bowling? And we're like, Joey Powell's like, I love bowling. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so sorry, Joey, I love you. Um, and so when we we start to go bowling, and we end up getting these ice days like one or two a week for like three weeks straight. So we just go bowling. We would just get in the car, go bowl for a couple hours, then go home because they wouldn't let us do anything. Um. But we always hung out together. It was so much fun. So getting here, I was like, you know what? Let's go bowling. So I, I rented it for all the middle school guys and oh, yeah, and us. Fun. We had a good time. I, I will lost. say after after you left, mm-hmm. we because Ryan was the kind of crossover for right. the new staff, we did follow through on that. But I bet it wasn't as competitive. Probably no, not. It's, it's fine. But yeah, the, the bowling thing. That's I mean that's, that's cool. Yeah. I'd like to go to that like putting place. Green Acres or something? I don't know. New? I don't know. Yeah, some over there. I think it'd be good. Um, family dinners were always a big thing. Having Going out to dinner. Sometimes on Sunday night um, when Bruce was around, he'd say, hey, come over to Sunday dinner. And um, he would cook for us. Or we would cook for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a good way to, like, get the week started. So you always started the week really well. Um, so I like to do that every now and then, try to bring that out. Um, but... Let's talk about some more, like, fun things, like funny moments. And um, I'm going to tell a story. Okay. I'm, Are you ready? I, got, I have my seatbelt buckled. Here Get we go. Get prepped, because <laughs> we were big pranksters back in the day. Big. Not shocked. Well, you guys grew up together. Basically, yeah. yeah. And uh, Stephen was the biggest prankster of us all. And so when um, he also, like... You ever have those coworkers? I don't know, maybe you, Riaz, that has to have their desk like perfect. Absolutely. I don't care what the day looks like. By the end of the day, everything is going to be neatly stacked and where it belongs. Yeah, that's anyway. psycho go. a little bit. Well, go on. Anyhow, so the way our our desk were set up, Stephen was kind of in the middle between Ryan and I. Our desks were perpendicular to each other. And he, if I had one inch of paper, even half an inch or a centimeter of paper on his vertical line, he would just move. I mean, he was pretty bad about it. And I, you know, I thought that he needed to relax. 
So with the seniors, some seniors, they had this idea and they needed my help. I was like, absolutely. So one night after Stephen leaves, we pack up his desk. We pack up his, <laughs> his bookshelves. <laughs> we take his shelves, right? We take everything. Yeah. And we move it to this portable container that we had and set it up exactly exactly the same as it like looks in the office like yeah. it looks in the office and we left a milk crate with his computer essentially mm-hmm. and Stephen was not going to react the next morning and I was like you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to delay going in I don't want to be the first one in <laughs> you know so I I come in and he's sitting there in his chair with his keyboard in his lap, just looking down at the milk crate with his screen. The screen on the milk crate. Uh. Trying, <laughs> trying to answer emails. I was like, hey, morning. He's like, morning. Like nothing had happened. Nothing yeah, had happened. Okay, okay, okay. It's like, how are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just uh, getting some work done. Getting some work done. And then he opens his email, and there's an email that says, you better come find it. And it's, like, from a fake address. We set up everything. Oh, my God. All day. Finally, I had to tell him. And it was like there was a picture, like, like it had been abducted or whatever. He's like, here, come find me here. He had no idea. He walked around campus. He went to storage rooms. Couldn't find it. <laughs> then he found it outside in the container, the very back end. Didn't have any light on it. Bowie was a big camp. Well, I don't. Well, yeah. Bowie was a big campus, yeah. so I'm sure he had to haul it back there. When he stole that car, that's he hid it back in the back. Okay, let's let me rephrase on stole. stole. <laughs> I was director of bands at the time. Amy was new. She was the new baby, so trial by fire. Um, I kept saying, "Stop leaving your keys around. Someone's gonna take your keys because you know how kids are." Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids take your keys. Yes. That's never happened before, has it? Uh, going on, Steven stole a car? Yeah, exactly. So s- she kept leaving her keys out, and Steven's like, I got you. I can handle it. And so I don't I really know what he does, but he starts filming, and come to find out, he takes Amy's keys, and he'd moved her Ford Focus, red Ford Focus, that we had, uh, you know, she finally got better sense about her cars. And um, we hid it on the other side of campus behind a portable, like behind the steel drum portable. Guys are so mean to her. Whatever. Uh, she's fine. Well, she she has a very tough exterior. She does. That lady. So we uh, so we hid the car from her, and then she walks out, and she's like, "Oh great, my car's missing." <laughs> and I was like, "You can't, you can't trust booby kids." <laughs> you know. I feel. I mean. I don't know. Bowie just started the whole fun and games thing for me, too, mm-hmm. because I think there was just, with that campus, there was just a lot of things going on all the time. Um, the kids used to do Frisbee Friday, so there's an ultimate Frisbee team at the school, and a lot of the band kids were actually really good, uh, were on the team, <clears throat> and they would do, um, they would go to the, to the park near the school and hang out every Friday, and I've, I went a couple times, and it is, it's pretty ruthless watching them play. But that was fun. I won't tell the story, but we weren't allowed to do Frisbee Friday after some events after star testing. Who got hit in the face? It wasn't who got hit in the face. Who hit Who's got who? hit was someone. Someone got hit by something. But that's all we're going to leave. That. That'll be a little teaser. Maybe we'll have a guest on you to can... explain that situation one day. Okay. 
about uh, it. Didn't you do like bo- dodgeball at Bowie too? Oh yeah. So the mm. kid, there was like a student council fundraiser. Yeah, yeah. And the kids are like, hey, well, we they had to have a teacher or they wanted a teacher on their team because they needed to even it out. I said, yeah, sure, I'll do it. That's fine, whatever. But if we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this right because you know I don't halfway do anything. Correct. So I made up the team name. You ready for it? Hit me. Oh, that's funny. It's funny. <laughs> for Dutch Sorry. Yeah. yeah. It was B-flat, yo face. <laughs> and so I made a volleyball symbol, like a, a ball, like yeah. a dodgeball. I like, yeah, yeah. this is this is when computers still don't have like cool clip graphics. Art. There's clip no art. Canva or anything. There's just clip art. You have to find it in Microsoft Word. And then I found the beef. And to make the flat, I had to make a little lowercase b. Yeah. And I put it on iron-ons. And we ironed on a logo onto our shirts. And uh, I lasted longer than all those kids at that game. I don't know if the kids are afraid to, to play me or they knew that I was just that good. I think one year the kids wanted me to be on their team, and mm-hmm. I said absolutely not because those kids were just super athletic, and mm-hmm. I am not. I will tell you, I've never been more tired or sunburned in my life <laughs> as playing for I those told kids. them I'd coach, and I had to walk away in shame because they weren't very good. <laughs> <laughs> my team was decent. It was color guard kids. Who had been throwing rifles all season, so they they had a little arm power and mm. the clarinet section. And I don't, you don't really mess with clarinet sections sometimes. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. So, all this to say that we try to keep a light. Yeah, and I'll, I don't know if this is controversial or, but I'll say prob people probably won't put this down on paper or say it out loud, but I'll say it. our jobs suck sometimes. <laughs> really does this is a pg like, show be careful uh, well suck isn't a okay um yeah our our jobs tend to become a lot i was even telling kim what is it yesterday mm-hmm. i was like i'm tired and she says why i said well we're just really in the weeds this week we've been taking recordings and just making checklists and things like that and it really sucks when you're just having to go slow and dig in and you mm-hmm. know concentrate on all the little finite details and it's just a little daunting but you know, I think it's important to just start to find ways to alleviate that or lighten the mood because it doesn't necessarily have to be like that all the time. You know what I did today after I got done with Pines? Hmm. I went in Charles' office and sat on the couch and I looked at the giant crossword puzzle oh, yes. that we do have on the wall and thought, can I find an answer today? Like to just give my brain like a moment to be like, oh, not banned. You know, so I think finding those little moments where you can sit there and go, hmm, I color a lot. Yeah, I was going to say, even at home, my my brain is just banned. Mm-hmm. Like, when I get in the car, my phone automatic, automatically connects, and the first thing that pops up, concert band music. I'm like, some days I just I, need it to stop. I've been really good about listening to books on tape. Mm-hmm. I purposely put books on tape right now, you know, just to try to get – Give myself a breather and kind of let it's, you know, my drive home is my debrief of my day. Now, I'm not going to lie. I do bring work home with me sometimes. sometimes. You know, but I'm really, really trying to, if I do bring it home, it's not in a negative way. It's like, oh, you know, I thought this was a pretty good recording. Let me just, does it sound good on these speakers? You know? (laughs) Yeah, that's the other thing. I usually test, I'll test my MacBook speakers. I'll test my headphones if I'm at the gym, the car speakers. Just to make sure that things are where they need to be. But I don't take out a lesson plan. I don't lesson plan at night. I uh-uh. just might listen. And it's almost like my brain needed to do it because when I wake up, I know what I want to do sometimes. So, 
Um, I think that's, I, I think we have to find in our jobs because our jobs are so stressful. And, or there's moments where you think that you're never going to do anything but fix this one wrong note or fix this passage yeah. or whatever it is. That if you can take, if it's five, ten minutes, it doesn't matter what it is. Play bingo. Do something. Go for a walk. Go get coffee. Um, get some fresh air. I think that's good for your overall, not only mental health, but your longevity of looking at something and just getting a fresh take on it. You got to step away sometimes. Yeah, and I think we've covered the personal side, but as far as like team, the team bonding and mm -hmm. with, with all the adults in the office, you know, I think it's important to build, you know, a relationship with those guys because mm -hmm. you, I see you guys more than I see my own dog or my girlfriend. She's going right. to hate that I said dog first. It's okay. I love my dog and my girlfriend. Uh, not equally, but I let, okay, I'll stop talking. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I see you guys. I see you guys more than Back I do my own, own family. Um, and sometimes, you know, we just don't need to talk about band. Hey, do you want to go get some coffee before rehearsal starts? And we'll just sit in the car and joke around. <laughs> Yesterday, we were in the car coming back from coffee, Kim and I, and <laughs> we stop at this red light. And the guy next to me decides to play rock, paper, scissors. I thought it was like, awesome. I, that's never happened to me before. And you won, didn't I you? I did, yes. Two out of three. Kicked his butt. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He gave up. You should have bet money on that. No? Lesson learned. Lesson learned. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, another part of it, I think, is you need to know that you're human and you can't mm -hmm. be on all the time. And so if you can find an interjection or an intermission so to speak. Mm. Mm, look at that Good pun name. there. Look at that That's one. That's not a pun. That's just a little name drop. There you go. You're right. Um, if you can just find an interlude in, in the break of it, I think that we may be able to make it longer. But it's also important that your kids see you do that too. Your kids need to understand that you are also human. You're not just this machine that screams at them from the podium or on top of the tower all the time. Right, I think that's important, too, is that, you know, I think they have the most fun watching us. Oh, God, sometimes I just want to be a fly on the wall in our own office just to see what kind of things we get into. Because you don't remember them in the moment. No. But, no, no. you know, it's great when the kids hang out around here because they know it's a safe place, but also it's like they want to know what we're like. And they'll sit and you just be, hey, whatever, let's talk about this or you want to play a game? Yeah, like we play games sometimes with the kids, the card yeah. games. Um, they taught us how to play Mahjong. Oh, I yeah, I still don't have the hang of that, but we, yeah. can, we can work on it. Or actual the game, like it's called the game. Mm -hmm. They love that. So it's good, and it helps build relationships. Like for them to know that I can take time out of my day, and yes, we may be busy, and yes, we may have a lot going on, but to take 15 minutes to, you know, play – whatever it is or to watch a video they want us to watch a video or be a part of it yeah, or yeah. be in their b-reel yeah oh yeah yeah oh, you know God. i think that's important um to do and i mean i will say that um i went to the the non-varsity clinic that uh ryan and katie put on at tmea mm -hmm. and it's they, a great clinic yeah they talked about just being human with your kids too they do yeah. this thing where they have question of the day and it really gives you an opportunity to create that relationship with your kids and you can also talk about or make the argument that, well, we don't have time for X, Y, Z. You do. 
you just have to, it, it'll take five minutes. If you do mm-hmm. five minutes every day, it's not like sit down and do 30 <coughs> minutes of fun and games. Just spend the five minutes, let, let them know that you're human, build that relationship with them. And it'll, it'll pay off in the long run because there'll be a task that you want them to do later on maybe. And you know, it'll take less convincing maybe. Speaking of question of the day, hmm. I think we can wrap up with one of the best questions I got asked when I was visiting, uh, doing a PD yeah. a couple of weeks ago. What is your favorite stand tune, and what is the one you hate? Oh, is it good? Is it good I mean, one to ask? Favorite stand tune for for me? Are you asking me? Yeah, you personally. Um, uh, maybe like "Hey Baby." Everybody loves that one. That's a good one. I can't stand that one. I don't. That's your favorite, is "Hey Baby." That's. I mean, that's one of the first ones that came to mind. I don't. I, My favorites "Talk to Me, Dance with Me." We all know that. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, "Proud Mary." You better keep that's, on burning. <laughs> that's a good one. That's old school, though. Yeah. How old are you? I'm buoy old. <laughs> <laughs> that's and true. I think I think we're good here. <laughs> that's another story. Yeah. But anyhow. Um, so find a moment to have a laugh, find a break, find an intermission mm-hmm. from all the pressures of the day in and day out, and it'll be fun. It'll be great. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. See you next time. Bye.